Okay, y'all. So, welcome back to the SCC, the self-care cast with Ashley and I am Ashley. Welcome to a new series I want to call Pillow Talk with Miss Ashley. But this is still obviously the self-care cast with Ashley and Gus because, you know, that, that that's my baby. But, yeah. So, I was, I woke up today, right? And I did not feel the best i felt disgusting is the best way to put it and i want to say it was probably because of the fact that like i slept and i slept and i slept but like boy i just was like no and you could just tell when you just don't feel your best because even even when you try to do something you don't feel your best and I didn't feel like that you know I've been trying to get a freaking cart right for what feels like freaking forever and then I already knew this was gonna happen you know and this is part of the reason why like just overall like I learned to just not keep my expectations high because the, I've always get disappointed. There's always something about something. And, like, it was just proven today. I was just like, all right. I'm Like, my day was like, I was excited, though. Like, you know, you just like, it, this might not work, but if it maybe there's a potential, just like a 1%, you know. I've been holding on to that little bit of 1%. Like, maybe, maybe, you know. Then I got hit with, oh, yeah, no cart. So I was like, well, my day was already motherfucking bad. So, like, yeah, just throw that on top. And I'm like, okay. This is what I've been saying about the whole cart thing. It's like, and not even just the cart thing, just overall. It's like, I hate feeling like I'm bothering someone or I'm begging somebody for something, especially because... I don't like that. But it was like, don't tell me you got me. And I did it. And then, no. Then, no. And then do that. All right? Not saying that, you know, the guy didn't have the car or whatever. But it was just the fact that, like, things should have went about it differently. And that's what, that's what was bothering me. Because I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and then I text this dude about it. Because, like... I literally tell him everything, everything, no freaking response, like, nothing, I'm trying to be able to just, like, you know, vent, you know, even when it's something as small as, like, a cart, he didn't say anything, I'm like, okay, even when he don't say it, and in my mind, this is where the overthinking comes I was like, you know, he's busy. All right. Then I'm like, well, even when he doesn't, even when I'm babbling and he doesn't have to say a lot, he says something and I didn't get anything. And it was just like, oh. And then I'm just like, uh, all right. So I started beating myself up about it. And I was just like, all right. All right. Because what am I going to do, you know? 
I literally tell that boy everything. Even though sometimes I don't say a lot, I tell this boy everything. Because let me tell y'all about this boy. Let me tell y'all about this boy and how I feel about this boy. When I look at this boy and that boy calls me and I see that name pop up on my screen, no matter if it's about something I know what he's talking about or not, when I see that name on that screen, let me tell you, my heart be jumping, jump, jump. I be jumping, jump, jump. <laughs> I be like, okay, I get a little okay. <laughs> and then I feel so like bad because like, for a while, I've spent a lot of time being like, I don't want this boy to hurt me, and I don't want to, do, and all this, and I don't know if this man likes me, da, da, da. but I also spent a lot of time saying to myself, I also don't want to hurt this boy either, because of, of the fact that I don't, I'm in my head most of the time, that I'm constantly sitting here thinking like, there, there's no way that somebody could actually like me, and here's why that is always in my head. I have never been the girl that anyone has ever picked romantically. I have never even been on a damn date. I have never even had a... I had a boyfriend when I was probably like, in kindergarten. Baby, in kindergarten. I have never, like... But when I got older, I never had a boyfriend. I've never even had someone where I crushed on them and they crushed on me back. (laughs) Okay? So, yeah. It takes a lot for someone to literally... Go from, you know, one thing to the... And make me be like, all right, this is this is all right. Okay. okay. I always need reassurance that someone likes me. Especially because I'm just like, I can't... No. I was never that person. Never. Never. People always... Every single guy I've encountered, whether it was in a romantic way or not... Has literally have said, I don't like you like that, but, you know, <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Like, I ain't already heard that already. Like, I ain't already been, I already heard that. <sighs> done that, been there, done that, you know. When I get a little bit of attention, I don't even know how to handle that shit. Never know how to. Because I was like, oh, wow. What? Huh? Okay. But let me get back to the boy. Let me get back to it. I met this boy when I was in college. When I was in college. And I met him. I didn't like him. Because I only heard nothing but terrible things about him. And then, and the sad part was, I didn't even know what he looked like. Just because I was friends with someone who was, you know, there was a little situation there. And they were just like, yeah, da 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 da. And I was friends with them. So I'm like, all right, so screw him. (laughs) Found out. That he lived on the same floor as my best friend. And I was like, all right. And then when I did see him, it was just like a little high, a little. It wasn't, you know, 
then it was like I saw him a little bit more. Still was like, you know, I saw you, but like we we kept it like I was just Skylar's best friend. I was just like that was it. <laughs> then I don't know when. I can't remember exactly when, but like there was a moment when I was like, I think I like it. Said it to myself first before I said it to anybody. Sat in my room and was like, do I like this this boy, yes or no? Because after I I wasn't friends with the girl anymore because of a lot of shitty shit that she was doing. But we will talk about that on a different day because like that was so long ago. Ain't nobody even trying to go down that route with her because she know where she messed up. She did some buffoonery, matter of fact. And then... Did I? I'll leave it. Um, and then when I told Skylar, I was like, I think I like him. But I told him, hoping that, like, because you know, here's the thing about my crushing for me. When I'm crushing on someone that I also communicate with, I be thinking it be just in my head when I feel like the energy is like, coming back to you know what I mean like you you feeling like you know maybe they even they might like me too you know so I felt like I was receiving that or I was getting a little bit of like the uh like the eye looking and you know I was like okay so Skylar and then I remember this day like it was yesterday this was this was one of the funniest days because Ginger was in the room and I remember this Skylar Skylar, we were high as fuck. And Skylar froze. And I was like, yeah. So we was in the room. Vaughn left. Everybody left. And then all of a sudden, Skylar goes, I think he liked you. And I was like, he, I was like, I just stopped. <laughs> just froze. I was like, it. He realized that Ginger's on the bed. He's like, oh my god. And he goes, he looks at Ginger. He goes, I forgot what the exact words, but I'm pre- I thought, I think Skylar said it was like, you didn't hear that. <laughs> and I was dying because I was like, I'm not crazy. I was like, I, in my head, I wanted to scream at Skylar. I, was like, I told you, I wanted to say, I told you, I told you, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Fast forward, there was like a moment where we was like chilling and like, I was like, yeah, okay. Fast forward again, I was fucking with him, all right? There was a whole situation that made me, it was like, I wasn't going to fuck with him because like, you know, I was like, that's my friend. And like... If she was affected or, like, felt some type of way, that was going to affect my decision. Because, like, no. I got her back. (laughs) And no. I ended up asking her about it. And she told me it was, like, it it wasn't bothering her. Or, like, along those lines. And I was, like, okay. And I, I still thought about it. Because, like, no. Like, so I thought about it. I was, like, okay. 
And then I got in a car accident. Oh. And I remember explaining that to him and just like being able to just like say exactly what went down because I remember everything even the details that nobody would pick up on I remember just telling him and I was just telling him like I couldn't believe that I just went through that shit I can't believe that this is how my body my mind and my soul is literally feeling right now after all of this so I didn't think at that moment that we would talk as long as we do now I didn't at all um Because like I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know what I wanted from him. Because yes, I've always dreamed of of a relationship and whatnot. But I don't know how that process motherfucking work. <laughs> I know I guess you're supposed to just build from from something. You always got to build from something, though. But, like, I didn't know where we were building from. But then I guess that was the part of the growing. I spent a lot of time, just, like, a lot of time until, like, recently. Not super recent, but recently. It took me a long time to just, like, really just be like, okay. He spent all this time getting to learn me learn my my walls the walls that I still keep up learning the way I talk learning about my family and like learning about the trauma that I seem to sometimes still eat me up and all even the even the the ugly because nobody seems to address the ugly in, in growing with someone, whether that's a romantic or not, is the ugly. If no one sees the ugly, they don't see you. Because everything cannot be sparkles and glitter. You know, that's, that's what I've, I've been trying to, like, learn. This dude saw that. So it hurts me sometimes when I'm just like, it sucks when I get so trapped in my mind that I'm like, I will literally sit here and just be like, I won't do what I want to do because I'm literally saying like, he don't want me to do that. He don't want me to blow his phone up. He don't want me to call you. He don't want to hear from me. Like, that's what process goes to my head, you know? Because let me tell you, when I figured out that I... With all the things that I say and like feel, or the things I don't say and I, and I feel, uh, 
part of me is just like, yeah, I, I really, I know for a fact that I could be with this dude. And it could really be something. And then the other part of me is like, even though I spent all that time confused or whatnot, and when I finally did tell him this is what I wanted, I feel like in reality, that is not what I'm going to get. And it's like, you know, as much as that hurts some days, I'm learning to not settle for that. But I'm also learning that. How do I put this? How do I put it? Um, I'm learning that's okay. That like, I don't have to feel like I need someone. Because the one thing I always need the most is myself. And you got to learn to be with yourself before you got to be with someone else. And I feel like I haven't fully learned how to be with myself without feeling like I need someone there or I need someone to just be there. But even when I didn't feel like I had someone there, like, he was there. I went through a lot of shit. Even some shit I didn't even speak about. I always tell myself, I don't think I would have been able to get through some of that if he wasn't there. And, like, uh, I don't know. Because I know, like, I know I'm not perfect. And I know where I mess up. Mm. I wish I did, I I wish that I was doing better with fixing that, fixing the gaps that I got in this, <laughs> especially because I, there's, there's a lot of moments where I could just literally sit here and look at him and like, there's like a little light <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. But then I get to thinking and then I go down that this spiral I guess the the one toxic trait that I have is like I always feel like someone has to explain something to me and then I feel like I don't have to explain anything at all and it's like, it can't work like that. Especially because no one owes you anything. <laughs> and I remember, like, I was going through this whole thing with, like, a friend of mine that I decided that, like, it no longer serves me, if that makes sense. Not that I don't love them and I still don't care, but like, I knew where it was dragging me. I knew that I could no longer fight for it because they weren't fighting for it. 
I just couldn't. I think one of the hardest things I had to do was telling them that, like, I need space from you. It took me months to get that out. Freaking months to really freaking sit here and be like, yeah, I've already cried. I've already told you where things were. And you just left it. You rather fix something or someone that has literally hurt you, who has literally made you sit here and question your your worth. And I'm telling you that. I'm your best friend. And I want nothing but greatness for you even when I don't have a dime in my account. Even when I couldn't even do anything, I didn't even, I never wanted to see you unhappy. I never wanted you to be at home and and laying down and having someone sit here and make you feel like you aren't good enough. But you didn't see me. You didn't see me. And that's what I was trying to tell you was that I was standing right there. I was standing right there. I've been standing right here. If I've done anything to hurt you, I apologize for that shit. But half the things that you put me through, I didn't even get an apology for. Not that I'm expecting an apology. Not that I want an apology. But it's just like, you knew. Even after, even after things was falling and being laid on the table, you never apologized. You never apologized to me. And that that was crazy. That was crazy, yo. When I got that text from someone that I love and they told me that you apologized to them and I didn't get the text from you and you didn't apologize for, to me for all, I, all of that, for all the things, all the things. I was like, wow. But I can't be mad. People only do what they feel like they need to do. He didn't feel like he needed to apologize to me. He felt like he needed to apologize to to one of our other friends. And that was fine. That was fine. I think after the months I've spent away from them, I spent a lot of that time forgiving myself for the things I've sat in my bed and cried about saying that maybe I deserved as a person that I know deep down I didn't deserve at all. I spent all that time forgiving myself and trying to heal heal the wounds that I thought were freaking closed or I I just shoved to the side or did whatever I did with them and just just dealing and, and forgiving and healing and the healing process is so goddamn it's a roller coaster because not every day feels like the damn sun some days I feel like a damn eclipse like someone just took a huge sheet and just covered the damn sun. <laughs> like I'm just like, what is this? Like, what am I doing? 
Like, why is this this one emotion consuming the hell out of my everyday? Why am I feeling so drained? When I feel like I spend so much time trying to make sure I don't feel drained, that the that the next day is better than the one I had yesterday. Every day. <laughs> Every single day. I'm proud of myself for the, the things I've acknowledged about myself. The things I acknowledge about the people that were in my life and my surroundings and the love that I received from new people and the people that I will continue to encounter as life goes on, as the days go on. Because I don't even know what tomorrow brings me. I don't even know. (laughs) Like, that's literally crazy. Tomorrow could literally be the best day of my life. Or it could be the worst. But I don't know. I just try to wake up and try to handle the emotion as it comes. And allowing myself to feel that. Because these past couple of months I haven't allowed myself. I feel like to really feel how I feel. And tell myself that that's okay. That it's okay to feel how I feel. And if something hurt me, it hurts. Even if it's from someone that you love and care about. I just want to tell that person that. Thank you. Because I got to grow with you. Even though the last couple months was just, it felt like the wind. Like, thank you for allowing me into your life. Allowing me to love your family and your dogs (laughs) in your home. Thank you for everything that you have done for not only me, but anyone else. Because you are such a great person. I just think that's just certain things just like, I don't know. I hope that you really spent a lot of time just taking care of yourself. That's all I wish for. For you every day is that you're just taking care of yourself. Like every day feels like the sun for you. Because that's all I wanted. So. I just want you to know that I'm learning to carry my own sun. With my own bare hands. Even when that big sheet comes over. Because the part of healing that I always forget, it ain't ain't sparkles every day. So, yeah. 
I'm sorry, y'all, that it's taken me so long to record a podcast, but, like, I f- it felt like I physically couldn't get any words out about anything. There's still a lot of things that I didn't even begin to cover. A lot of things I would love to cover, but it's just that I got to think about them and and realize that I have to go through the the ugly of it in the things that I really, really avoided from those experiences because I st- now that I think about it now, I haven't fully dealt with it. I've just shoved it to the side and just hope that it didn't resurface. But, like, occasionally I think about that shit and it's just like, oh, that was a part of my life that I think I should address. <laughs> Yeah, I fainted a little bit. That's one thing I've I've gained from talking to the person that I I like is he said something one day. It was like you should paint and like <laughs> how did he say it? He was more like, he was saying that he, you need to paint to heal. That's how he said it. He said, you need to paint to heal and stop expecting your art to have to be a particular way. And something about that shit was like, as an artist and the fact that like I feel like I've never created anything for me. Because I, I haven't. Not that I didn't get the chance to. It was just, like, the time frame I was in. I was more of, like, I wanted to just paint and give and, like, go with that. Didn't realize how later on that would have affected, like, me and my art. And, like, and like now I really have some growing to do with my art. Just the overall connection to it. Um, he made me feel like I, I could enjoy painting and... And enjoy the process that I used to dread. Enjoy the process of, like, every step makes it more than it was before. He taught me that. He told me to, like, appreciate the gift that I have. He called me elite. (laughs) Like, whatever that means. Cause I try not to feel I don't I don't like feeling like I'm being too cocky about my art. Cause I don't feel cocky about my art. I don't. I know sometimes I'm like, oh my god, like I can't believe I did that. But like, sometimes I'd be just as surprised. I'd be like, oh my god, I really did that. It was just. I just need to have a conversation. Even my tarot cards keep saying, well, that I need to have this conversation and allow that to just enter and determine where things are going to go. Because if I just keep holding on to it coming to me, it's not going to go anywhere. And I'm going to be in the cycle. How I break the cycle? Because I know that I want him there. Even if, like, even if it's just not in a relationship, 
I just need to know that that's what we're doing. You know what I mean? Because I, I would be, I would be fine. I would be fine with just him being someone that I'm just really close to. I would be fine. Or at least I think that's what I'm telling myself. But like, I just need to know that's what we're doing. But now that I'm I'm done with this comment, let's talk about men. So, ooh, we heard that smack in the lips. All right, so I work in a warehouse, <laughs> right? I lost a lot of weight from working in this damn warehouse. In the beginning of the year, let me tell you, I will never talk about my weight. If you told me to talk about my weight earlier this year, I would have been like, biting my nails. <laughs> But I've gotten uh, not completely comfortable, but I'm okay with sometimes talking about it. But um, I used to weigh 281.4 pounds. And that's after me weighing myself after over 12 years of being afraid of even stepping on the scale. That was this year, January. I weighed two. 40. I weigh 240 now. And it's weird because, like, I go through this whole process, but, like, like some days I feel like I lost, uh, like, I lost weight. And then, like, other days I'm looking at myself like, ain't no way I lost any weight at all. It isn't until when I step on the scale is when I'm like, okay. Or, like, like my hands are, like, one thing that I notice now. Or my wrist. Or, like, the way m- my thighs are. Not necessarily my thighs, but just, like, knees down. And the way my shoes fit are, like, really loose. <laughs> That's when I feel like, all right, I lost weight. But there's always, like, I'm always, like, I don't think I lost a damn dime. <sighs> and then I look back at pictures. That, too. I look at pictures just from a couple months ago. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Like. Okay, but let me talk about men. That's what I'm supposed to talk about. So, I work in a place where it's mainly, it's, like, most places is male-dominated. Um, and the men there are, let me just say, they, it makes me feel some type of way about just men, period, and I don't like that. Because I am not the type to like the, I don't like throwing all men in one category because trust me, I have met a good amount of men in my life. Who do not go under the category of what I would say I feel about the men at my job, you know? But the men at my job and the way they go on and the way they they mouth at women, the way they stare at women, the way this, the overall, even the comments I don't even know about, just the thought of it gets under my damn skin. I've had way too many encounters at my damn job where I was just like, Oh my god, I can't even deal. Ugh. 
make me want to just like fight like like how you how you finna be acting like that how you finna be acting like that come on now <laughs> baby bye ain't nobody chasing you ain't nobody want to chase you Ooh. <laughs> when I think about that shit, I be like, ugh. As it wasn't for the girls at my job and the the way I fucked with y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. If I don't tell y'all that enough, I love y'all. Like, I don't know how I will get through my damn job without y'all. And dealing with the men there. <laughs> oh my god. Like the way we just be like. We got our own little. And we just. It be us. Us against everyone at FedEx. <laughs> it feels like. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. I'm just like yeah. Next day we gotta deal with this. Next day doing that. We even got code names for people. We got Snoopy. We got Dewey. <laughs> Let me talk to Dewey. He, I call him Mr. Talk Out Your Ass. Talk Out Your Ass, Dewey. <laughs> Dewey. You make me mad, yo. And you don't make me mad, man. You didn't make me like, really. And I'm tired of y'all. I'm tired of y'all talking about I'm aggressive and I got an attitude and I got this, this. Talk about how y'all be approaching people and then we can have that conversation about why I be the way I be. I'm sorry, Muhammad. <sighs> to Muhammad, when I officially learn sign language, I'm going to tell you. I'm not mean. I just be playing around. I'm not mean at all. I'm actually nice. It is that the mandate is be making me like, oh, he got this one. We got Mr. Mr. Tight Pants. This dude's pants is tighter than his legs. How you got a, how you got a belt on? And you don't need the damn belt? That's how tight your pants are. They want to be looking at people funny and, and mumbling stuff. Why? You was not about to be sitting here mumbling about nobody with them type hands on. <laughs> Boy, bye. So not every time. And not his new thing. Now he be trying to be nice. He be trying to be like, oh, I'm going to give you a little room over here. No. No thanks. I don't need your room. <laughs> no. No. You was rude before. You going to get that. No. You ruined it for yourself. Because we was walking, yo. We were walking. Met on eye contact with this guy. Started laughing, right? All of a sudden, we walked past them. Because they're, like, on the other side. But, like, we walk past them. We hear laughing or something. We turn around. And then we're like, huh? We all said, like, huh? What? They're like, nah, ain't never mind. No, what did you say? Why did you wait till we walked by to say something? Like, that don't, mm, that don't sit well. I don't like the thought of someone talking about me 
especially because I already feel like anytime someone's whispering, it's about me. And like, so it's like, ugh, I'd be on my toes, man. I'd be like, ooh. And I had this hair, right? I got this long faux locks that took me three weeks to do. And I have to wear it up because of how long they are. I have to keep it in a bun. I like to say that this hair brought on a little bit of power. Especially because it's like going to work feels like, all right, that's a different life. (laughs) It feels like, all right, this is the real world. No. Like, I got to prepare myself for for what I might see in real life, you know? I met some great people, but I got some people that you just gotta watch your eye about. <laughs> you just gotta look out for them, and they got some fools, they got some, I don't wanna call them fools, but y'all just be doing too much. Like, what do y'all be doing? Do y'all actually even work in the truck, or y'all just walk? Cause I see y'all more than I see y'all in the truck. But they be so quick to come at the females about something, just a breathing. They talking about they see you on the camera. Duh, duh, duh. See, see me on the camera doing what? Oh, yeah, doing my job with a little bit of talking. Bye. What about these three who's still doing WWE moves, jumping on the bell? And duh, duh, duh. let's talk about that. Let's talk about the real elephant in the room. <laughs> Get out my face about all that other stuff. Because that has nothing to do with anything. It doesn't affect the work and how it gets done. Thank you. <laughs> Ashley for president. <laughs> I, should, I would love to. If I could be a president at my job, I would love that. <laughs> just just for a little bit. Just for like a week. Because like, I would just feel like you is not about to be sitting up here and doing that. Yeah, I need to cut the heat down a little bit because it'd be hot. Hot in there. It was hotter than it was in the summer. It'd be hot. Turn off the heat. I know the floor's getting a little wet, but turn down the heat a little bit. It don't got to be that hot. Like, goddamn goddamn flames. (laughs) Especially when you're sweating already. It's like, all right, you want to cool down? Not heat up, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I miss, I miss some people. Like, I miss Lewis. Or that, like, y'all. I think about Lewis every single day. I miss this man. I miss him so much. And sometimes when I think about him, I, I get a little emotional just because of how much I miss him. He doesn't realize that, like, when I get my life together and, like, I freaking move. He can't stay here. Like, 
I'm good. Like, I know, like, <laughs> he's probably not going to want to come with me and move to, like, Atlanta, Georgia. But, like, I'm going to be like, Louis, let's share our apartment. And, like, because I missed you. It's literally, like, literally my brother. Like, come on. Let me get you out of here. Let's go. Let's go. We don't even have to move to Atlanta, Georgia. Let's travel for a bit. Let's catch up on this year alone. And all the things that we haven't been able to talk to each other about. Let's do that. We don't even have to go anywhere. Just call me. Just call me right now. Even if I don't have tears, I will freaking cry to you about everything. And I want you to be able to talk to me about everything. Because I care about you. Even when I don't text as much as I used to, I care about you. I care about you so freaking much. You have no idea. You have no idea. I love you so much. I can't wait for Halloween. It's spooky season, spooky season, spooky season. This month went by too damn quick. This year, this no, this month, the last couple of months, they just been so mad. Like my mama said something, she was like, she think the year is trying to hurry itself out of it, and I'm like, yeah, she running. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, she is running around them corners. She is like, I gotta get out. I gotta get out of here. And I just want to give nature and the universe a hug and tell her that, baby, I'm sorry you was relying on all of this shit to just maintain yourself. Because, baby, I be relying on you and you just trying to figure it out your tips. She be trying to figure it out. Yes, I refer to the universe as a she. Thank you. And if anybody want any newbies or new listeners, um, I'm a I'm I'm spiritual. I'm a beginner because I'm I'm now tapping into that. Because I already knew that, like, you know, because I've known since my junior year of high school that I believed in the universe and, like, what that meant, like, what that really meant. And, and the crystals and tarot cards and not even just that, just the overall process of freaking healing and allowing the energy to freaking flow is what I believe in. I believe in everything you do has a meaning. Everything you say is energy. Even if you don't say it, just overall, your body just carries a lot of energy. And I'm someone who absorbs a lot of it lot of energy even the ones I don't want so 
being able to 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 say I believe in the universe helps me release some of that that energy that I that doesn't serve me if that makes sense you know just overall that every day I'm just trying to get it together <laughs> if that makes sense I'm working on a new project that I didn't even think I was going to mention about because like Usually when I mention stuff, it just doesn't go well. But, like, I'm going to do it the same way I painted my T-shirt, my Scream shirt. Is I'm just going to take my time. So I, we went to Joanne's to buy fabric scissors. My mom wanted fabric scissors. And, like, everywhere I go, I always find something that I want. I saw this wooden coffin. Right, and it wasn't like a coffin that you could open and close it was just like the silhouette of a coffin and I was like I want to paint that shit and I was like ooh I got an idea and I'm like mama I got an idea she's like what's the idea I was like I want to paint the bride of Chucky inside this coffin and like do a whole thing and then pour resin in it and like do this like I just had a whole idea okay and then she was like, you don't need that. But, like, I know she was joking because she said it about everything. She was like, you don't need that. And I was like, I probably don't, but I'm, I'm going to come back for it. I told her, I was like, I'm coming back for it. Ended up feeding into my journal addiction because, like, I don't know. As long as I can remember, I had this weird obsession with just, like, paper and... It's not even, like, an obsession, but, like, it's an obsession. Like, every place I go, if it, if it sells journals or notebooks or whatever, I am going down that section. And I'm telling you, most likely, 10 out of 10 times, I'm going to find a journal that I want. And I'm going to buy it. So, my mom literally sat in the car. She was like, Joanne's don't even sell journals, so you, there's no reason why you should be picking up a journal. Literally, the aisle where the fabric scissors were, that's where all the books and the journals were. And I found this one where it's like questionnaire thing, but it's like, it was like hardcover, gold edges around the page. Like, I was just like, I was like, that one of the Ashley journals that I love, I was like, like, I gotta get that. So I was like, I had it in my arm, I was hiding it from my mom, because it's like, She's going to be like, you don't need that. Like, why are you getting that? I didn't need to hear that. I want it. I'm going to get it. So I go, go to the register. The guy asks me, he's like, what are you going to do with the journal? And I'm like, this is weird. But, like, I have a weird obsession with journals. So I always get one. He's like, that's not weird. You can never run out of a place to write. And I was like, Exactly. Exactly. You could never run out of a place to write. And I also bought this journal like a couple of weeks ago, like maybe a month ago, from the Martha Stewart collection because I was on her collection in Staples for a long time because her journals are hardcover and I love, I love hardcover. 
Tarot one and this one, I think I've built a, a connection with because I've been writing in it, okay? And you guys are going to be like, what do you mean? But, like, these journals I buy, sometimes I don't even write in them. Sometimes I will write maybe a couple pages and never touch them again. But this journal, I've written and I've been writing in since I've gotten it. It may not be everyday writing, but, like, I keep it on my bed and a pen just in case I just wake up and I'm just like, I got to write something down. Whether I just use this, this is like an all-purpose. It started off as the journal I was going to use to just explore more about my spirituality and and all that. But then it also became a place where I began to start writing poetry again and then writing things about how I feel and my finances are in this now and like it's becoming a a home a little bit and I'm really happy because like I was like low-key like oh no it's so cute got a little flower on it and gold it's so simple and Usually, it's the simple ones that get me the most. I don't need all that extra. But. Yeah, y'all. I'm low-key tired. And I was watching, um, how do you say her name? Ayanla? I love that show. And that show, to me, is like, she is me. Like, sometimes... Like that aggression, that aggression, like what you would call aggression, but like that's just her standing her ground. Like she will not take that to me. To some people, you might not say that about me. Like oh, I won't, I won't hold my. But if if you know me, like my family and stuff, they know I will not tolerate nothing. That's why some situations that I went through and I. I feel like I was weak in them situations. I was so surprised by myself. Because that's not that's not me. Cause I would have shut it down. I would have shut it down. But I felt like I was so aggressive. I felt like I was being too harsh sometimes when it was just like, no. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to do that. You know, that's how I felt. So I died it down. But when I watch Ayana and like stuff like that, she makes me feel like, yo, I could really just go for my dream job, which would be a clinical psychologist, and be just like Ayana, bitch. Shut that shit down. You will not walk into my home and speak to me, however. I'm here to heal you. And part of healing is you addressing the ugly. That's what I've learned from Ayala. Is that you may not like how I say it, but the things that you don't like are usually the things you need to hear. <laughs> especially with her. And like especially someone like me who I usually don't like to hear things that I don't like. Listening to Ayala say things to certain people about certain situations that I may relate to. It's like yeah, I needed someone to slap me across my face and tell me that. Not literally, but like, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's what I'm about to go to. Because I was watching it, and then I got a little emotional, and then I was like, I started to talk to myself a little bit, and then I was like, you know, I'm going to record a podcast. And then I did. It took me a really long time to even sit here and talk about whatever I did talk about. I I know in my next one, I hope I get to cover the the heavy because like I kind of want to cover the heavy. I just didn't want to cover the heavy right now because like I be trying to fit too much emotions into one and like I can't. I just can't. But yeah. Thank you for listening to my new series. The Pillow Talk with Ashley. And thanks for listening to the SCC. The Self-Care Cast with Ashley. Guess I'm Ashley. Have a good night, y'all. I really hope that you guys have a good night. And I also want to share what my co-star said. Because I think it says don't be a victim. Have a good night.